Do you speak perfect English? Well, I don't either, and most native English speakers actually don't speak perfect textbook English. In today's English lesson, I'm going to take you through a conversation at a restaurant, and I'll compare what a textbook would tell you to say versus what native speakers actually say when they're in this situation. Let's get started with the conversation. Hello, what would you like to order this evening? May I please have the steak? Can I do the steak? Instead of just saying, may I please have whatever it is, at a restaurant, English speakers will often just say, can I do the? So in this conversation, we say, can I do the steak? This means out of all the options, I am going to choose the steak. The verb do is just used here to say, can I order it or can I have it to eat? So while it's very polite, and it's very courteous to say, could I please have the steak or may I please have the steak? English speakers will just say, can I do the steak? Here's your food. What's the total cost? What does that come to? So this next phrase, it comes from a true experience I had. I asked someone, what does that come to? And they said, what? I think they were an English learner. They had not spoken English for long enough to know this English phrase. So instead of just saying, what is the total cost? English speakers will say, what does that come to? That means what do all the items that I purchased, what does the total cost come out to be? So the next time you want to say, how much is it? Especially when we're talking about food or if you go to a store, you can say, what does that come to? Anyway, we should hang out again soon. Are you available tomorrow? Do you have anything going on tomorrow? If you're in a conversation with your friend and you want to ask them if they are available to hang out soon, you can say, do you have anything going on tomorrow? Or you could use this phrase and say, hey, do you have anything going on next week? Or do you have anything going on this evening? This is just a very kind of vague, casual way to say, are you available? Do you want to hang out later? And of course you could respond to this question by saying, I don't have anything going on. Or you could say, I actually have a few things going on. And then you could be specific in what you have to do. So this is a great way in English that we ask, are you available? Yeah, let's hang out tomorrow at my house around 4 p.m. Yes, let's make that a plan. It's on. If you are very enthusiastic about a plan that you are making with your friend, and you want to just agree on the plan, you can just say, it's on. If you say it's on, it means like, we are going to do it. It is on my schedule. So it's short for on my schedule, but you just say, yeah, it's on, let's do it. It's very enthusiastic and it means that you are agreeing to the plan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. By the way, did you know we have the same birthday? That's a great coincidence. That's so funny. I hear English learners get confused by this phrase so often. In conversation, native English speakers will say, oh, that's funny, but nobody's laughing. So why are they saying that something is funny? Well, it doesn't mean that it's hilarious or comical, but it just means that it's a huge coincidence. If you say something is funny, 
but you're not laughing, it usually means what are the chances or what a coincidence it is. So two people having the same exact birthday, it's kind of funny, it's quite a coincidence. Having a birthday in the summer is so fun. I agree with that. I hear that. Have you ever heard an English speaker agree by simply just saying, I hear that? Of course they physically hear it, but this phrase means that I hear it and I agree with it. And this is usually a really enthusiastic way to agree with someone. And also it's used mainly to say, I feel the same, I hear that, I agree with what you're saying, and I feel the exact same emotion. So many people forgot my birthday last year. I don't believe it, it doesn't seem possible. Are you kidding me right now? You might have learned that people say, I can't believe that to mean that I can't believe that is possible. Another really casual English phrase that speakers will say is, are you kidding me right now? So to kid someone obviously means to joke, but we're not talking about kidding as in a funny way, but we're saying, how can that be serious? Are you kidding me right now? English speakers add that phrase on right now. It's a really weird use of, are you kidding me? and then in the present right now, but it's just an emphasis on how can you say this? Is this really true? So are you kidding me right now? It's really saying, are you joking? Is that real? Do you have an extra $5? I forgot my cash at home. I can cover the cost for you. I got you. You might have heard that the verb to cover can mean to cover a cost for someone else. This means if someone does not have enough money to pay for something, you can cover their costs. You can take their costs and give them money for it. Now, that's an interesting verb in itself, but English speakers sometimes won't even say that. They will simply just say, I got you, or I got you. It's pronounced really fast, I got you, I got you. So instead of saying, I can pay for you, you can say, I got you, I've got it, don't worry about it. So either I've got you, which means I've got your bill, or I've got it, which means I've got the total bill, don't worry about splitting it. Which way are you going to take to get home? I'm going to take the freeway. I'm just gonna hop on the freeway. I remember once saying to a friend who was not a native English speaker, I'm just going to jump on the freeway. And they were like, why did you say it like that? Like, are you going to drive onto the freeway? And I said, yes. Of course, just jump on it real quick. And she was very confused why I was saying this, but English speakers have used the word jump or hop to mean I'm going to go in my car to this location. And we usually say it with a road. So I'm going to jump on the freeway. Or in the United States, the roads are numbered. You could say, I'm going to jump on the 10 or I'm gonna jump on 90. So we say this with the road that we're gonna go to to mean we're just gonna go there very quick. It won't take me long to get home. You're lucky that you live nearby. You're lucky that you live just around the corner. This next phrase is sort of an idiom. Instead of just saying that someone lives nearby, in English, we often say that they live around the corner. If you say that someone lives around the corner, it means very close, within the distance that you could walk to it. So if you say, I live around the corner from the grocery store, it means you can walk to the grocery store, 
There might not actually be a corner. You could just be walking down a simple street, but we use this phrase to mean that we live nearby something so close that you can walk just around the corner. Thank you guys so much for watching this English lesson with me. My name's Kayla. I'm an American English teacher. Follow me on Instagram for more daily English tips and visit EnglishWithKayla.com to learn English with me some more. Check out the next two lessons on screen. I'm sure they'll be helpful in teaching you natural English vocabulary, and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye!